This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Are you ready to supercharge your auto repair business? This is Coach Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching. The Weekly Blitz is where industry expertise and business innovation collide, getting your engines revved up for the week ahead. Every episode is loaded with game-changing insights, up-to-the-minute industry updates, and practical tips to shift your business into high gear. We're talking about stuff you didn't even know you didn't know, people. Big shout-out to our awesome sponsor, Shop Marketing Pros. Are you looking to shift your shop's marketing from zero to hero? Trust us, you don't want to gamble your livelihood on amateur marketing moves. Go pro with Shop Marketing Pros, your ticket to top-tier results. Find out how they can fuel your success at shopmarketingpros.com forward slash Chris. Hey, everybody. I hope everybody's having a great day, had a great weekend, out walking the dog, working out, driving in your truck, your car, your Mercedes-Benz. I don't know what you're driving. Hopefully, it's your dream car or something close. I cannot believe that I've never talked about this topic that we're talking about today, one-off. I've mentioned it several times, but when I was brainstorming ideas and episodes to bring to everybody, this was one of the first things I wrote down. And I'm like, surely I've done that. Went and looked at the history. Absolutely not. So what I want to talk about is what is your facility designed to do? I have a lot of shop owners that call me up. They're like, Chris, I'm ready for shop number two, three, four, five, six. Shop one's doing a million, million and a half a year, and I'm ready to go. One thing about me is I like starting with the end in mind. And so one of the things I do when somebody calls me up or reaches out to me is I do an exercise called the shop capability calculator. It lets me know all I need is the size of your shop, bay-wise, and then what the labor rate is and how many hours you're open, and I can figure that when I talk about what it's capable of, what it can produce, what your building is designed to do, if I use those three terms, they're all the same thing. Like really, the building you're paying rent on, what could it do at 100%? At 100% productivity for the bay. Now, I'm not talking about technicians. This is for the bay, for the facility. There's a big difference. You have productivity for what your technicians can produce And then you have productivity for what your facility can produce. And right now, one of the things we've been looking at quite a bit is bay productivity. And and what I'm finding is, even on the shops that have been with us for a little while, if I take all the shops top to bottom, squeeze them together, this also includes anybody that's had me fill out that sheet for them, the capability calculator. And if you're interested in knowing what your shop's capable of and you can't can't figure out the math, as we've laid it out or whatever, then just shoot me an email. I'll do one for you. I just need to know what your labor rate is, how many bays you have, how many hours a week or hours per day you're open. Right now, new shops that come to us, squeezed in there, are facility-wise about 33% productive. Now, your technicians may be 80 90% productive, but your facility's only 33 35% productive. There are some out there. Coach Brent's shop, Baywise, is pretty good. There's a couple others out that are producing at high volume, and they're able to get it done. But what I will tell you is most of those shops have a technician in every bay. That's a whole different story. I'm a believer in, especially since COVID and everything else like that, you need to have a technician in every bay. What we found is the more bays, 
the less the, the technician is productive, and then that makes our bays less productive. Somebody will hang a car in a bay for 12 hours and never touch it. Whereas if we'd had a technician in that bay, we could have. Now people are going to be like, oh, I can't find technicians, blah, blah, blah. Woe is me. I don't care. You should have a technician in every bay. Somebody goes on vacation. Somebody gets COVID. Somebody quits. Especially if you're a smaller four or five bay shop, that completely wrecks you. And it can take you from being profitable to being non-profitable really quickly. So need to make sure you have an eye on the amount of technicians you have in your bays, et cetera. But anyway, back to what I found, 33%. So if you look at your facility and you're paying rent on there, you're not getting your dollars worth out of everything you've got going on just because the facility is not productive. So you have to think about that. How do we make it more productive? We can talk about that here in a little bit, but I really, I wanted to walk through you the steps. What's the facility designed to do? I'm going to do two case studies that I've got in recent new clients. I'm not going to name any names, but these are actual clients of ours now. And we've actually been able to raise it up since they started, but this is where they started. So the first shop, this is in the Midwest and they have six bays. They're open five days a week and they're open eight hours a day. The other thing is make sure I need the labor rate. Their labor rate's $120 per hour. So in order to figure out what total sales could be for this facility, you're going to take the labor rate and then you're going to multiply that times two. Now, off the gate, we're assuming that every dollar in labor, you're going to get a dollar in parts. Now that could be a little bit different. It could be, you could be 60, 40, you could be 70, 30, you could be 65, whatever rule that we've been living by for a while is 50, 50. Right now we should be definitely labor heavy over parts, but right now we're just assuming it's 50, 50, 50. I took their $120 labor rate, multiplied it times two, because that gave us a dollar for dollar. So now we're at 240. And then we're just going to go through and then multiply it times each of these steps. So we're going to Take 240, multiply it times the number of bays, which is six, and that gives us 1,440. And then we're going to multiply that times eight, which is how much the bay is open per day. So per day at max capacity, this shop should be doing about 11,520 a day. Okay. And then we're going to multiply that times the days open, which is five, and that's going to give us $57,600. Based on that labor rate, based on the number of hours open per day, number of days open and the number of bays, that gives us 57,600. Now, there's a lot of stuff that needs to go in there to make it get close to that number. And some of you are going to be like, that's just pie in the sky. That's not doable. I can tell you several shops are in the 80, 90% range of what their facility is capable of. And so I'm going to do the math a little bit here. One of the other things we looked at in this shop, what they were doing currently for sales-wise. When they started, they were averaging $13,000 a week in sales, but their building's designed to do $57,600 a week. So that makes their building currently, their current productivity rate on this building, 22.8%. The main thing I want everybody to think about is if you're sitting out there and you have a shop and you're ready to go to location 234, I would strongly urge you to make sure that your number one location is at least 70% of capacity, what that facility can do um, before you even think about the rest of it. You are not ready yet. 
If your bay productivity is 50%, you're not ready for another location. Work on getting that up another 25%, reap the reward, if you will, and then go from there. This shop that we're just talking about, they're doing $681,000 a year, which is not bad. They've got just some other stuff. They've got a low average repair order. Labor hours per ticket is pretty low. But that shop in the Midwest is designed to do $2.9 million a year, and they're doing $681,000 per year. So there's a lot of room for growth in there. There's a, a lot of room for profit margins. Can you imagine if you're making a little bit of margin at $681,000, what you could do at $2.9 million? You don't need another location. We got to work on this one to make it better. And that's just, the, that's just an example of a smaller shop and what it can do. So one of the other things that we do when I do this, we look at labor hours per goal, how many car count, or what the car count needed to generate 100% is at the current average repair order. And again, um, this shop's average repair order is 21004, and our target average repair order for this shop should be 720. So we're underperforming by $510 an average or $510 a ticket in this one shop. So there's so much growth capable of this shop. Still seeing a lot of shops in this position. Five, six, seven hundred thousand dollars a year, six bay shop. You could do three million dollars out of that shop if you had your processes and procedures in place, had everything ready and was ready to go. So I would challenge you if you're a smaller shop, if you're a four bay shop, a four bay shop can do two million dollars a year if it's ran correctly. There's plenty of room to grow. This other one that I want to do, I would say this shop's in the Southeast United States. Shop came to me and they're like, doing good, but we could do better. Um, But we're ready to build another location. And then we want to expand into 10 more locations in the next year. So I looked at their numbers and was, let's look, because it sounded to me like they had a huge shop, ton of upside. They're doing good. They're doing $78,000 a week in their current shop. So they're doing $4 million a year. But when we run the numbers, this is what we found. So their labor rate's 160. They're open eight hours a day. They're open five days a week, but they have 24 bays in one facility. So when we do the math on that and take it out, that facility, that building is capable of doing $15,360,000 a year. And so they are only getting... 25% of what that building's designed to do out of this facility. Again, it's great. You want to go out and build five more shops, but we can 4X the money by just being in the shop we're in now and just doing a better job of it. And that's the $4 million a year times four gets us 16 million, 15,360. Do you want to go to the headache of paying extra rent, building permits? I know it's great to run with the Joneses and have 10 locations, but if your one location is running at 25% productivity for the building, what it's designed to build, then why? Why put yourself through all the extra hassle? I dare say if most of you guys had a shop and ladies out there had a shop that was doing $10, $12 million a year, you wouldn't be looking for another location. Why would you want one? So that's the rough breakdown of that. Again, If you're interested in learning more about it, or if you want to have me run the numbers on it, I'm fine. I'm also always fine taking, you can go to the website, get into our funnel, schedule an appointment with me, and I'll sit and talk to anybody for 30 minutes and and see what's what and, and how things are going. Okay. So 
I did want to talk a little bit about what the causes or how to fix that. Number one, you just have to be more productive. If your facilities and your technicians are 60% productive, then by making the technicians more productive, we can make the facility more productive. The other thing is how are we using those bays? There's some great AI stuff out there to watch the bays and let you see how much actual work time or how much body on car time there is and really get those numbers. What we found is, yeah, it's great to have two or three lifts per technician, but sometimes there's no sense of urgency if somebody knows, oh, I can put it on another rack or I can put it on another rack instead of just working out of one bay really hard. You have to be able to move cars around. I know there's parts issues. There's other stuff like that. But you need to put as much bodies in your facility as you can. And it doesn't have to be technicians. You should have an apprentice program so that you have people that are learning how to do these things and you're making your other technicians more productive. If you have a mainline tech that has to stop and do six oil services a day, you need to have that person so that they're doing a 10-hour timing belt job in eight hours or six hours. Don't pull them off. Eliminate the stops and starts out of the business. This goes for up front too, as far as productivity for service advisors. The fewer stops and starts, the more productive they can be. Everything's better. So it's putting bodies in the shop. It's having processes and procedures that allow you to do these things. And it's really you focused on what my bay productivity is. That's one of the things that we look at on our Profit gateway that all of our clients have is bay productivity along with technician productivity. Hopefully that math makes sense. Again, if you have any issues, email me, call me, set up an appointment. I'd love to walk you through it. I'd love to see what your shop's doing. I, I find it fascinating. Shops across the country, what they're able to do and how they're able to do it. And that aha moment for shop owners, they're like, oh my gosh, I do need to do better in this location before I move forward. Okay. In the world of auto repair, success is not handed to you. You got to seize it. It's all about strategic decisions, effective management, and a thirst for knowledge. Our show, The Weekly Blitz, is your trusted resource every step of the way. A big shout out to our listeners. Your dedication to growth fuels our passion. And let's not forget our fantastic sponsor, Shop Marketing Pros, who makes this show possible. They're all about top-tier marketing for shops just like yours. Until next time. Coach Chris Cotton signing off. Keep those gears running smoothly. Keep learning. Keep growing. In this business, every day is a chance to get better. It's time to rise and grind, everybody. Here's to your ongoing success. Stay driven, everyone. You've been listening to The Weekly Blitz with Coach Chris Cotton on the AftermarketRadioNetwork.com. Follow Chris on your favorite podcast listening app. Let him know what you'd like him to cover. His email is in the show notes. Chris is all for advancing the aftermarket.